<laughs> this is Shameful Gone Sexy with me, Dr. Jocelyn Hart. Here, I share my truth from personal and professional experience in how to change your life. No fluff. Listen up, because I'm saying fuck you to fear, fuck you to judgment, and fuck you to anything and everyone who has kept you exactly where you are. I'm calling bullshit on behavioral mindset that's actually keeping you on that ruthless roller coaster. We are ditching the shackles of shame and instead lighting a fire up your asshole to get rid of the emotional constipation so you can be free to live as exactly who you are and love yourself for it. I'm going to share some discoveries that are going to make sense like nothing has made sense before. From the real reasons we binge to how we find our purpose, it's all on the table. I'm not here to inspire. I'm here to empower you to do exactly what it is you already want to do. Just like me, you've been through the trenches. Now you're claiming the trauma and I'll show you how to transform it into a fulfilling happiness you didn't think was possible. Trust yourself to take the ride. It won't disappoint. You are worthy. You are enough. And you are sexy as hell. Much love. And here we go. The candy. Tell me a little bit about the candy and like people being around when you're having it and how that's a trigger for you. I just want to eat it a lot. Certain candies like chocolate is like, my nemesis (laughs) like the Twix bars and the Snickers and like the full size candy bars when I was younger I would I would love those houses but now I'm just like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) why why yeah (laughs) people being around you know they can do what they want because they don't really gain weight but meanwhile I I know that I'm not the the skinniest chick on the block and you know everybody else is eating candy and I feel like if I start eating it people are going to be like oh Mm. <laughs> you know, even yeah. if I just eat like one piece, I just feel like I have to like hide almost or, and then I feel ashamed for even hiding. Like, why am I even hiding? And it's just a big mess. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself like actually hiding the candy too, or like trying to? Yeah. Especially at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My kids will, they will attack if they see candy. So a lot of times I'm like hiding it in my room or, and then also like whenever I have a little too much. I'm like hiding the wrappers. I'll get like a handful and put it under my mattress or something. So I have it to eat at night mm-hmm. before I go to bed. Super mm-hmm. ashamed of that. I remember for me, I used to open up candies and whatever and have them and up to the obscene amount. It's like, it was like absurd. But I would, I remember like taking, literally like taking out some trash or like moving it to the side, putting the wrappers under it and then putting the trash back on top of it. So that it was like not, so that people, cause people like, I, I was just, I don't want people to see that there's like 25 candy wrappers in the trash right now. Like hide it under some trash. Like, And I'm, I'm just curious too, like for you, if there's any moments where you try not to have the candy, whether you try and have something else. Many years all years really I just like even when I was skinnier and whatever I still I mean I know that too much candy is not good for me so Mm -hmm. I will try to just kind of I'll have somebody else hide it so that I don't know where it is or I'll if my husband gets like a bag of candy or something I'll just be like keep it with your stuff because I don't want to see it 
I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to know you're eating it. So don't even tell me you bought it actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do that a lot too. Yeah, I, I remember I used to do that as well, but I would find it. <laughs> so the hiding piece is actually a really, really big thing. Not just hiding like to like have the candy, whatever, but like the hiding the candy itself. And I mean, I'm just curious, like, how does it feel for you in the past when you've had those moments where you yourself are hiding and maybe having candy, maybe whether it was late at night, during the day, whatever it is, what did that, what does that feel like for you? Like, what's your experience if you were to kind of like, kind of let other people know that are literally doing it right now, like how that was for you? Um, I felt ashamed, mm-hmm. like totally totally ashamed hiding candy the fact that I felt like I needed it so much that I couldn't let anybody else have it I didn't want to share it it was yeah definitely I felt shameful and embarrassed and frustrated with myself that I just kept doing it even though I didn't really want to be hiding the candy I just you know it just kind of happened and yeah not good feeling Mm -hmm. and the shame piece it's like do you ever kind of like identify with being the kind of person who like you know like those 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 words right like being the kind of person who can't have candy without feeling guilty afterwards or being the kind of person who like can't just have a couple like you just kind of like go berserk Mm yeah yeah I definitely did identify with that that's why I was so all or nothing for so long like I, there was no, oh, I'm going to have a little treat here. I'm going to have a little treat there because I have a little treat and um, it ends up like a mountain load of the treat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I could, I didn't, I didn't have any idea how to gain control over needing to have so much of it, like binge. Mm -hmm. binge. I definitely did identify with just being that person, you know. Why can't I be like mm-hmm. everybody else who can, you know, have a little bit here and there, but I have to be like, I have to gorge on it for some mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you brought up, I love that you brought up the all or nothing thing because I resonate with that too. Like for sure it was either having nothing and being like, I, that's, you know, the, using the word treat and whatever, and like putting it in a separate category of like, I can't touch that. If I touch that, then I'll feel shitty. I'll feel gross. I'll feel like so ashamed. I'll probably won't come out of my room unless I absolutely have to. Da, 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 da. Or if I had, if I way overdid it, which it's same thing with Easter. It was just like ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah, but it was like obscene. It was, and it, and it was a little different than sweets were like a little different than like pizza, for example, or pasta or whatever. It was like with pizza, pasta, Chinese, whatever the fuck, right? It's like, it would like, you'd like get full and then you'd have more on top of that, even though you were full. It was like this weird psychological thing, but with candy, it was like the sweetness factor was just, I don't know if you ever feel like here, like right here, there's this feeling of like, it's almost like, like a Sharpie type pain. It's just like, if, if you have it, you'll feel it. If you don't have it, you'll feel it. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. And almost like your eyes, like you get like a shark, they dilate <laughs> and it's like candy, like sweet. I need it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Absolutely. Get Fucking forehead. wild. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's, and it's like, what part of you is that? Like, what's, what the fuck is that? Like, if you knew what that was, like, what the fuck is it? I don't know. Like you get that comfort almost. And it's like, you just want more that pleasant feeling. 
and it just kind of you want more of it and I could see how it would like distract you from all the other things going on in your life it's just like a coping tactic I think whenever you eat meat like super sweet stuff like it's just that what is it? It releases what, like serotonin in your brain or something? Or maybe it's not that one, but it's something yeah, else. Yeah, like dopamine, dopamine, and dopamine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It releases that, and then yeah, you just want more and more because it makes you feel good. It makes mm-hmm. mentally makes you feel good. Physically, Absolutely. maybe not so much later. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the, so I don't have children, but like with the children thing. I can, I I had my little brother who I was 13 when he was born and whatever. And so even when I was done with like the trick or treating and whatever, I mean, you're never done with it. Right. But like, but even when I was like done and whatever, like there would still be candy in the house at home. And then there would be candy from like random things from like when I was out with my friends or whatever, but like, how do you deal with that? You know, because like, you don't want to necessarily deprive them, but it's also, you know, how do you deal? You know, it's, it's hard with candy because with the kids, because you know, it's, it's Halloween and they kind of associate Halloween with candy and junk basically and so you know and then they'll go with their friends and they'll want to eat it and so it wouldn't really be fair of me to just be like no you don't get candy on Halloween because I can't control myself like it's not really fair so definitely hard and there have been times where I've eaten a whole bunch of my kids candy Mm -hmm. and I'll be like oh they don't need it so I'll just eat it for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) um kind of like a justification like oh I can just eat all this because they don't need it (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah so it's definitely hard it's hard to Mm -hmm. deal with yeah what need are you trying to meet and like you know how you're trying to cope sort of and like fulfill that need I've learned that I need to love myself even though I feel I really don't want to love myself in those moments and that there is a need that needs to be met that I'm trying to disguise or like cover up or push away because I don't want to deal with it. And so now in Halloween season, I'm hoping that I'll be able to kind of really address that child inside that needs something, pulling up my pant leg, and I'll be able to deal with whatever I'm trying to avoid. And maybe I won't feel the need eat so much candy Mm -hmm. yeah so what does she need if you were to know like why is it this sense of oh I'm never gonna have this again and so just like going berserk or if she's like feeling not so great and having the candy like what does she need if you were to kind of like feel into that probably comfort would be a big one just comfort you know with craziness going on in the world and in all of our lives you know just having that comfort. I don't know. I guess the comfort is a big one. And then I guess security and stability. Do you ever feel like you're not going to have it again? There's that almost like that subconscious thought and potentially a little one feeling like there's a lack of food security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why that happens. Maybe because I know I'm making, doing work on myself. I know that one day I'm not going to really want that. Or maybe I'll feel like I won't have that feeling again if I don't, if I, you know, don't have the candy again or whatever I'm eating. I don't know. I guess just savoring the moment. Yeah. So basically like, I know for some people, like when they were younger, there was like a lack of food security 
whether it was that you can only have this type of food this time of year, or there just wasn't the opportunity to have certain foods because perhaps like the family like didn't necessarily have the means or whatever it was, this sense of you just couldn't have it, whether it was like a permission-based thing, you simply like couldn't afford it or whatever, whatever it is like for some people, whether it was during the diet cycle where like there's just this restrictive pattern or an actual, like, as you were youth, not having access kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I know definitely growing up, my mom was super, super health conscious. I, I think I've told you about all that. And she was very no sugar, no sweets, no junk, no soda, no, <laughs> like nothing that, you know, kids really want. Like I, and there was just none of it. We didn't have it. So whenever I did get that time, like if I was at my friend's house or whatever, I would definitely overdo it because I would have the feeling that I would never have it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or if I did, it would be a long time from then. So yeah. And we did have times when we couldn't afford it anyway, but that's beside the point because <laughs> we just didn't have it. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I resonate like with the portion of the, so with me and how I grew up, like honestly kind of the opposite and that like my dad really didn't give a shit about anything we had at any point and so it was like at any point like you could have candy for breakfast and like he did he really didn't care because like for him there was that lack of food security when he was younger right and so it was like he really didn't give a shit what we had to eat and so like I would have if I had candy for breakfast or candy for lunch or (laughs) candy for dinner whatever like he would do that too like that was like his coping mechanism like his he definitely is a very big sweets person for sure so it was kind of like a generational thing. When I was going through like the serious dieting with the 26 diets, candy was never a part of those, obviously. And so going like days and days and months and years on end where like you just couldn't have it. And then during Halloween, oh my God, it was like the certainty and security of like having it right there in front of you. It's like, I need to have it now and all of it now. Cause I'm not going to have this opportunity. <laughs> I'm not going to have this opportunity again. I know. So. And it was okay. It was okay during those um, holidays and stuff. Like it, my mom would let us have candy and she'd let us have junk or whatever. And like Halloween and um, even Christmas and th- Thanksgiving, everybody just ate and we ate whatever because it was a holiday. And for some reason that just kind of <laughs> just negated everything that she taught us growing up. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If the fall and winter season is starting to get to your system, I invite you to feel into what solutions have worked for you in the past and what solutions you need now. If you don't have a solution, I've got something for you. It's called the Elixir, the Elixir for seasonal depression. If you want more information, hit me up at at D-R-J-O-C-E-L-Y-N-H-A-R-T-E at Dr. Justin Hart on Instagram and I'll tell you about it. So let's talk about the costumes piece. So there's there's the piece of like the confidence in what costume you get and also like being sort of triggered constantly by seeing everybody else and like what they're wearing and especially the trigger of other females and what they decide to wear because like in that period of time it's almost like like we all know it's it's very hypersexualized in terms of like what you wear. Mm-hmm. So what, what was that like for you when at any point, you know? Well, as a kid and like a teenager even, which always annoyed me because my mom, like this is my, my 
my prime. <laughs> like my my body was the best it's ever been, and you know I might not have gotten there for good reasons, but like I I was in shape, and you know, but my mom was like super conservative and everything, and she wouldn't even let me wear the costumes. <laughs> I'd end up wearing like a dress up like a pilgrim or or a Amish lady or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, I never got to really experience that. And then when I grew up and kind of got to the point where I can do what I want, uh, my body wasn't there anymore. So I never actually got to experience that. Just, you know, feeling confident and like, you know, feeling good about myself and you know, being able to kind of show off my body a little bit, like, you know, every, every teenager wants to do that, you know, never happened. Seeing everybody else as they're wearing whatever costume they're wearing and, you know, what were the ones that were most triggering for you? Probably like the Britney Spears costumes or the, you know, like the sexy maid costumes or whatever. Yeah. Everybody who was just kind of like showing off and looking good. And I'm over here dressed like a lobster or whatever. And yeah, it just didn't make me feel good. I didn't really feel like part of the group, even when I went like trick-or-treating with friends or whatever. I mean, but that was just as a, a teenager, but I don't know. Now I'm like, I could wear something else that would make me feel good, but I can't because my body. And I started to feel self-conscious about my body and how I look and, you know, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like a rabbit trail there. Yeah. So like what makes, like what makes a costume sexy you know what I mean like what makes a costume sexy what are the things Um, that like other people are wearing and it's just like why do you have to be wearing that right now (laughs) I know yeah sometimes it's way too much (laughs) I don't know I guess you could have different levels of that you know whether you just look cute in your costume or dress like a raunchy whatever (laughs) um yeah (laughs) like I understand your body looks nice but really (laughs) we have to take it that far (laughs) just yeah Mm -hmm. too much yeah I noticed that for me it really it really like used to trigger me so much anytime I saw somebody's stomach anytime Mm -hmm. I saw somebody's boobs because also like I'm, I'm definitely part of the itty bitty titty committee, which is totally fine. I used to be super self-conscious about it, but it was like, anytime somebody wore costumes where like you could see their cleavage or you could see their stomach, or you could see even like people would wear things where pretty much 95% of their leg was showing and it was basically up to their butt. Right. Yeah. It was like, it, it was so, it was so triggering to me. And I just remember literally just judging those people while judging myself but it was almost like a projection of the judgment it was just like you know what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> like it was like yeah. you know what I mean yeah and stomachs definitely that's I'm thinking where my mind goes as soon as I see somebody it's just stomach <laughs> like <ugh. laughs> yeah like why are you like this oh yes. <laughs> yeah and it it was it almost I don't know about you but it almost felt like for me it was like are you doing this like on purpose? Like just, just to piss people off? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, you look good, but you don't have to dress like that because other people don't look like that. And it's really annoying (laughs) to see that you look like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And (laughs) you know, and it's, it's really interesting because now like I kind of can look 
back and I'm as I, I don't know if I've shared this with you before, but like, you know, I had, you know, like, like most people, like I had, I won't generalize, but like I had lost 65 pounds like a long time ago. And then I gained it all back. And then some story of everybody's life. Right. And I just, what I know now is that I got to where I, where I am physically now, not by doing the 26 plus diets and like exercising ridiculously, but literally by doing the healing work that you're doing now, it was, and, and honestly, like I, I literally have not been trying. And I know that this has happened for like all the girls that have ever like gone through this. Like you literally don't have to try anymore. And it's just like, now I don't have to go through this phase right before Halloween where I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> like Halloween's coming. Jesus, you know, so I'd be in like September and I'd be worrying a lot, just like you do in like April. I'd be worrying so much. Like I need to be able to fit in a costume where like people notice me and whatever. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And there's also the worry because you know that it's coming, you know that all the candy is coming and you don't want it to come, but at the same time you do like deep down in your core. But it's crazy because like, I'm not worried about it this year for some reason. I don't feel anxiety about Halloween coming up this year. I mean, yeah, I'm Pooh Bear, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I think I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm more worried about like my kids this year. Like I'm more into like what they're doing. You know, I guess I'm just growing up. <laughs> Maybe that has mm. something to do with it or just because I just kind of, I feel kind of confident this year that I'm not going to overdo it with the candy for some reason. Because mm. I haven't really been. Like, and it, it's just not, it's not as, it's not like an alert in my head anymore. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I might have some, but it's not going to be like, extra this year mm-hmm. I love that so I'm wondering what you can celebrate about yourself in terms of like the things that you do know why like what have you done for yourself and the work you've done with yourself for yourself that you can acknowledge that you've done I've gotten a lot more in tune with my inner child and so I am acknowledging her a lot more which is really bringing down the need to binge and like gorge. And that's crazy like <laughs> that, like I never would have thought that, you know, talking to my inner me would make me stop eating so much and not really feeling the need to eat so much anymore. So I definitely celebrate that because that's something that I've struggled with my whole life. So yeah. It's definitely a big step there. Mm-hmm. If you were to kind of help somebody who was where you were last October, what would you say for them? If it was you, like, what would you say for them to kind of help them in this season? Oh, I mean, a lot of the stuff I would say, they'd probably look at me as I had like three heads. <laughs> um, but that, you know, they're worth a lot more than they feel like they're worth that they have the ability to, you know, heal the wounds that are deep inside that they would never, that they never knew really existed. But I don't know, they might look at me like I'm crazy if I say that. (laughs) But just that like, it's possible to not have 
those urges and I mean you still have the urges but it's not as severe it's not like high alert have to eat all candy in sight and you know they there's just they have the ability to not have to deal with that if that makes sense mm, absolutely yeah and I mean I, I know what you're saying about the three heads thing I mean that's what I do my <laughs> every day it's like because it's like if I were to tell myself back then like you're worth something and you know you won't ever have to be like you don't have to be on this high alert around candy like the rest of your life I'd be like go fuck yourself <laughs> I'd be like I'm the exception you don't understand like that doesn't apply to me exactly yes because you tried everything so why would this be any different mm-hmm. yeah so why is what you're doing different because like, what actually- what do they do you know what I mean like what's like a, a few steps that they can do for themselves to kind of tangibly help them in the season breath work <laughs> they could do breath work <laughs> mm-hmm. um they could I, w- I don't know if I would know how to tell them how to like access <laughs> you know their inner scars like I that's what they could do but I really don't know how I would tell them that you know mm-hmm. um, so breathe sit with their feelings love themselves <laughs> despite everything mm-hmm. what one of the things that you mentioned um was like I don't know how they would but to you know address the inner wounds and stuff so what did you need what did you need in order to do that I needed a guide mm. I needed you I think honestly because there was just there was no way I would have ever accessed that part of me if I didn't have you guiding me to that (laughs) you know I would have never known that there was a child in there that's like balled up in a corner alone Mm -hmm. by herself Mm -hmm. needing love and support and somebody to listen to them I would have never known that (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I didn't Mm -hmm. have you to guide me there you didn't tell me how to be you didn't tell me what I need to do you didn't say everything everybody says it was more me searching myself for the answers and coming Mm -hmm. up with the thing on my own that I needed for myself somebody just telling you things doesn't really change anything it's it's searching within yourself and knowing what you need individually and going from there that was a difference Mm -hmm. totally you know, because one of the things that I think I want to tell the audience too is very similar to what you said. The difference for me as well was not just another person telling me what to do. At, like that just like simply did not work and honestly made it worse pretty much. I don't want to say 100% of the time, but like it made it worse because I don't like being told what to do, first of all. And then it's like, I already know this, like, tell me something different. But just like you were saying, it's like, when you are center stage, and you are finding these things, and actually, like, coming from within, and like, your inner wisdom, like, that is what's going to bring you to this beautiful place that like, so many people simply do not recognize. And, you know, like I said, whether it's myself, or literally anybody else, like, that's what I would have needed to be self-reflective and like to know I don't need some person with like letters behind their name and whatever like that simply didn't work for me (laughs) like it didn't matter what the fuck it was it didn't it didn't matter and like I also don't need more people saying 
well, you know, serving size is this. So you should really only have this or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Or like listening to comments of like, oh, wow, like you're eating a no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, it's like, I know the difference is like, now I know, I won't speak for you, but like, I know that if I am connected to my body and what my body is saying is okay and not okay, like, so to speak, if I were to totally like generalize it, I can have however fucking much I want because I know that disconnection is what brings people to that overflow, that overdoing it, that just nervousness and then the hiding and like this whole fucking spiral. So does that resonate for you at all? Just like that piece? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't want to listen to anybody. I didn't want anybody to tell me what to do because I already knew it all and nothing had ever worked. So what's the point? And like the palm sized whatever or whatever size portion you're supposed to have I just wanted to like rebel against it and just do the total opposite and just like no screw you because I am gonna do what I want to do and so having that it's like a different view on it I guess is like coming from inside yourself instead of listening to what everybody else is saying listening to how you feel and your feelings about it is just totally different so yeah yeah like just like even right now like I made a sandwich and I ate like you know I made it because I wanted it but then like I only ate like half of it because I don't want anymore I'm kind of full at this point that's just my body telling me that I don't want anymore and so being able to approach it in that way being able to access the tools to listen to your own body your own self is a much better way to go about this and listening to what other people if that makes sense so yeah absolutely and this is like such a beautiful thing so for the people that are going through this right now I love I love 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 this piece where it's like the connection to your body be and you mentioning like accessing the tool so how does because I agree that like the connection is honestly the such a huge antidote and so it's like how did you get to this place where you're feeling like legitimately like connected to your body? <sighs> it was a process <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and it's still, I'm still in the process of totally knowing my, my body, but I think seeing the child inside kind of like changed everything for me and realizing like the reasons I'm doing something is because the my inner self needs something so essentially like the tools that help you or how you kind of got to this place where you're connected to your body yeah the tools that help me now is like I said being able to know my self my that child inside that what she needs and acknowledging that and doing what she needs me to do <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. something that's interesting too is like because I know that this this was a process for not only you but myself too it's just the safety piece in order to like not only like listen but to even the level of even just seeing or feeling safe to even go to a place where you even know she's fucking there mm -hmm. you know I know that that's a piece that kind of can be really tricky initially too yes I definitely 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 never would have even known to access that or if I did know never would have had the knowledge how to or 
and like the safety is another big thing that you said like that definitely necessary whenever you're accessing your inner self because that could be super traumatic honestly like because you're learning things that you didn't know about your own self and that's scary and so you definitely need somebody to kind of anchor you and kind of like hold you so you know that you're okay and you're not gonna like spiral out of control and that it's okay to feel what you're feeling so yeah we covered a lot I think this is beautiful is there anything else that the audience needs to hear about Halloween and how their experience gets to be for every year moving forward Halloween can be fun should be fun it is fun and it's okay if you eat candy you know it's okay if you want it you can eat it you don't have to have any specific portions or whatever you just eat what you want (laughs) um that's kind of the mind-blowing thing about this is you just eat what you want and it's just a matter of knowing your body there's there's definitely hope to like know your body and to be able to you know stop eating when you're not hungry anymore whenever your body tells you it's full or you're not going to feel good you know what makes you not feel good so you don't want to do it (laughs) after you know learning everything I've learned that's what I take from that um so yeah Halloween can be fun you can eat candy if you eat too much it's okay you can love yourself anyway and you'll learn (laughs) that you're what your body wants essentially Mm, that's so good that's so good I love that um so everybody this is Elena she is a beautiful mother of two right two she is a light and like she is such a just such a dedicated dedicated human being and like really connecting to herself and like finding this place where she can actually like be here today and help help you guys to now kind of see and recognize yourselves in this season when it's really tough. So I just want to celebrate that Elena came on today and took her time to be here. Um, and is there any last thing you want to say to the audience, Elena? Love yourself. And yeah, if you do that, then love yourself and listen to yourself. <laughs> um, mm. If you do that, then it'll be okay.